Today, we take you through the highlights and lowlights of the fourth Republican presidential debate. And trust me when I tell you, there's a lot to get into. We've got all of that coming up and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and uh, today's episode is brought to you by First Cup Coffee. This is a Christian owned Patriot coffee company. They stand for the same core values you have family building community across the nation. They have these freshly roasted beans delivered in ground whole bean pods and bulk. So they've got what you need. You can go to firstcup.com, use code Sarah, save an additional 10% on your order. And if you subscribe, you will save an additional 10% for the life of your subscription. I highly recommend it. I have their coffee. We do the ground. It's amazing. And their cups are amazing too. So go check them out. Um, I want to welcome to the program here to uh, go through all of these moments. There were so many moments from last night. We have Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find right here on Blaze TV. Um, so fourth Republican GOP debate. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was not looking forward to it because it's mm. number four, as I just pointed out. And I'm like, we've heard these from these people already. Like, what could what more could we possibly hear from them? They've already blabbed and blabbed and blabbed about all of these uh, different core issues. And I walked away thinking this was the most useful mm -hmm. debate that they had had so far. I mean, this was this was the best one by far. Of course, I think it helps that there are only, uh, what, four people on stage? Or were there five? Four. 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 Um, so it helps that there are only four people on stage and you get to hear more from them. I thought the format was great. Uh, you know, of course, it was hosted by News Nation in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Roll Tide. And um, so I want to go through... I want to go through some of these clips, and then I want to talk about the polling afterwards, because I think it's, it's interesting. So um, I want to start here with, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of attacking Nikki Haley last night, and I think that it was very effective attacks. Um, I want to get your thoughts on this, though. So I want to go to clip number two. This is uh, Nikki Haley talking about her ties to big banks and her conservative record. Here's some of that. Aren't you too tight with the banks and the billionaires to win over the GOP's working class base, which mostly wants to break the system, not elect someone beholden to it? Well, thank you. It's great to be here. You know, first I'll tell you, um, just to respond to Ron, I, he continues to lie about my record. I actually said his don't say gay bill didn't go far enough because it only talked about gender until the third grade. Notice she and uses I said it shouldn't the be done at all, but that's for parents bill. to talk about it shouldn't be talked about with schools. In reference to donors coming on board, look, we will take support from anybody we can take support from, but I have hmm. been a conservative mm -hmm. fighter all my mm -hmm. life. I was a Tea Party candidate when I became governor. We opposed every single corporate bailout we possibly could. We passed tort reform. We passed one of the toughest illegal immigration laws in the country. We passed pro-life bills. We moved an unemployment from 11% to 3%. We took on the unions, and we took on Obama when it came to the unions, the Syrian refugees, and everything in between. And so I've had a fight. And so as much as Ron says that, that's not true. But when it comes to these corporate people that want to suddenly support us, we'll take it. But you can, they don't, I don't 
ask them what their policies are. They ask me what my policies are. And I tell them what it is. Sometimes they and agree they, with me. And sometimes they, they give don't. You money. Some don't like how tough I am mm -hmm. on China. Some don't Why like would the that fact be? that I've signed pro-life bills. Some don't like the fact that I may oppose corporate bailouts. That doesn't matter. That's who I am. And that's why the most conservative grassroots group in the country, Americans for Prosperity, endorsed me last week. So there were a couple um, moments just like this with Nikki Haley being called out. I mean, for a quick second there, there was DeSantis and Vivek teaming up, um, kind of going back and forth with a one-two punch, hitting her on why is Larry Fink, uh, ESG, BlackRock, why are these people suddenly, why, why do they want to donate to Nikki? Why do they want to give money to Nikki Haley? Um, shouldn't you be like the opposite if you are running in the Republican primary of what they want to give. And her answer really at one point seemed to be, uh, this is not verbatim, but it was, well, I mean, you guys would want it. Like you, you guys are just jealous because you didn't get this, these donations. These are some, these are donations that you would want too. And I just found that to be so disingenuous. I really did, especially when you're talking to a person who Vivek has been extremely outspoken on ESG. So you don't want to say that to him because I actually don't believe he would want their money. You also don't want to say that to Ron DeSantis, who has been one of the leaders legislatively in the state of Florida to push back on that type of thing. So it was just a very bizarre excuse from Nikki Haley that was just like, well, we'll take it wherever we can get it. I don't know. I mean, if a, if a, if a drag queen for kids organization wanted to give me money if I was running for office, I wouldn't take that money. I, would, I wouldn't say, well, sure, I'll take money. I'll take it wherever I can get it. To me, to me, that's a person that, that really lacks strong principles. It's very, very concerning because there is no free money. That, that term, there's no free money. Yeah. It comes with expectation. If it is a conservative Judeo-Christian organization that's donating to you, their expectation is that when you're in office, you're going to uphold Judeo-Christian values. Mm -hmm. What do you think Larry Fink wants you to uphold? You think Larry Fink wants you to vote anti-abortion? You think Larry Fink right. wants you to vote lower property taxes? You think Larry <laughs> Fink wants you to vote closed border? No. Larry Fink is the guy that says we will force change towards woke culture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. He wants to donate to you. He sees something in you that's a kink in the armor that he knows that they can exploit when, not if, apparently, according to you, when you take their money. That is a, that, that, and she doubled up on it, right? That is diabolical. If you have a moral compass, you will not. What she's saying to you is I do not have a moral compass. I'm desperate. My seat's for sale. That's the problem. That was my takeaway. Yeah, me too. Um, there should, you should draw the line somewhere. And you definitely draw the line at BlackRock. Yeah, I think <laughs> right, exactly. If not there, then right. where? Then where, yeah. right. Yeah, and what she said was, I don't, I don't have any line. I'll take money from anybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. <laughs> I guess if Satanists come to the table, you'll take their money. Um, Pro-abortionists come to the table, you'll take their money. Mm -hmm. ESG people like BlackRock, come to the table, you'll take their money. It's, it's not right. And, you know, there's several politicians. There's a lot of politicians who do that and feel that way and use that excuse. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll take money from anybody. Well, you shouldn't. Mm -mm. It's, it's unethical, if not downright immoral. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to have standards on that, don't you? Right. I, I think you do. Right. Well, the I Piper mean, will call. Yes. The Piper will call. Of yeah. course. Right. Of and course. You will pay the Piper. 
Yeah, and it will happen. Even if they don't, there's, you know, it's blood money, yeah. essentially. Well, it's ill-gained. Ill yep. Ill-gained. Mm -hmm. yeah. Imagine if you are a, let's say, a pro-life candidate and Planned Parenthood wanted to donate to you. Now, I don't know why they would, but let's just say. Yeah. Would you be like, I'll take money where I can get it? They think no. they can, if they no. think they can swing you. Right. That, why, those are the should, red flags. The question we should ask is, why is Nikki Haley and not Ron DeSantis or Vivek a target for BlackRock. Right, mm -hmm. right. That's the question exactly. that she should ask of herself is going, why are these guys coming after me? What am I doing that makes them think yep. I yep. would align with them? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I, want, I want to play another, on, on, the issue, on the topic of Nikki Haley, let's go ahead and, and play a couple more clips from her. So I thought, in my opinion, I don't know if you guys saw the, the statement that she made recently on uh, some news channel. She was asked about, should a 12-year-old be legally allowed to gender transition? And um, her answer was, I don't think that the law should decide. I think it should be up to parents. Um, and so she was hit on that. I want to play uh, clip three here. This is Nikki Haley and, of course, uh, Ron DeSantis, rightfully so, uh, going after Nikki regarding her statements on transi transitioning children. Watch. She didn't respond to the criticism. It wasn't about the parents' rights and education bill. It was about prohibiting sex change operations on minors. They do puberty blockers. These are irreversible. Talk to Chloe Cole. She went through this. Now she's an adult. She's warning against it. She may never be able to have kids again. That is what Nikki Haley opposed. She said the law shouldn't get involved in that. And I just ask you, if you're somebody that's going to be the president of the United States and you can't stand up against child abuse, how are you going to be able to stand up for anything? That, that is the truth. I we never have it, said we have it that. on video. I said, I said that if you have to be 18 to get a tattoo, you should have to be 18 to have anything done to change you your gender. said the law should stay out of it. So objectively just a flat out lie. I wish we had the clip of her from that news program saying, I mean, just a flat out lie. I watched it with my own eyes. And so you're watching her and you're like, you're going to. So so don't believe my own lion eyes. Believe Nikki Haley standing on a debate stage trying to explain away why she is taking money from BlackRock and uh, how you didn't actually hear the thing that she said that you heard her say. But that didn't happen. That I, I sorry, but I got to do this. This is where she exposes herself. Athletes do this a lot. You know, and you know this, Sarah. Mm -hmm. They've got a brand that sponsors them. They don't really drink the brand. They don't know much about it. But when the camera turns on, they'll do a shout out. Mm -hmm. Here's what Nikki does. I said, if you're 18 to get a tattoo, you should be 18 to get a sex change. And four minutes later, I also said mm -hmm. there shouldn't be a law defending children. So when she talks to BlackRock, she can say, did you guys see? Yeah. I told them there shouldn't be a law. Yeah. When she talks to her conservative base, she goes, did you hear? I said 18 and, you know, for, mm -hmm. she speaks out of mm -hmm. two sides of her mouth. Yep. Yep. A double-minded man or woman will not be blessed. This is, this is diabolical. This is why she'll take money from anybody. Mm -hmm. Because at the right moment, she'll throw that one-liner in there to appease that crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great line from DeSantis that child abuse it, it should not, it's not right. legal for right. parents to abuse their children yes. and hacking up their bodies when they're underage is child abuse. Mm -hmm. It is a great point. And it's the, it's, it's the defining issue of, of this debate. Yeah, I, I would agree. I and mean, that's why as soon as I heard her say that, I'm like, she should be completely disqualified 
from yeah. any more conversation about being president right there. Absolutely. Right there. I mean, if the warmongering wasn't enough, Nikki right. Haley has never met a war she didn't like. She seems to tie every single global interaction to Ukraine and how we need to funnel all of our money uh, and, and arms into Ukraine. So, I mean, all of that aside, because I was already like, this woman does not know what time it is, thinks she's still in 2004, um, mm -hmm. and some somehow she's running for a completely different Republican Party than the one that, that exists today. But she can't even get this issue right? Mm. What yeah, the hell are you bad. doing on that stage? It's bad. Um, so I want to play here. Let's go ahead and as we kind of get closer to um, to taking a break, let me play a little bit of... Not the whole thing, but let's do clip number five. Cl let's close out Nikki Haley here. Um, this is Nikki Haley, again, telling you, don't believe your own lion eyes, this time on the position that she held when she said that she thought that the government should have a list of you know, anonymous social media accounts that you should never be allowed to be anonymous on social media. And she's like, that, pff, that's not what I said, watch. Can you please speak to the, the requirement that you said that every anonymous internet user needs to out themselves. They're both hitting you on it. I would be happy to, and I love all the <laughs> attention, fellas. Thank you for that. Um, you know, I will, I'll say this. What I said was that social media companies need to show us their algorithms. I also said there are millions of bots on social media right now. They're foreign, they're Chinese, they're Iranian. I will always fight for freedom of speech for Americans. We do not need freedom of speech for Russians and Iranians and Hamas. We That's need social media exactly. companies to go That's and fight back on all of these bots that are happening. That's what I said. As a no, mom, it's not. as a mom, do I think that social media would be more civil if we went and had people's names next to that? Yes, you I were do not think speaking that because I think we've got too much cyberbullying. I think we've got child pornography and all of those things. But having said that, I never said government should go and require anyone's That's name. False. She what said, I, I said, want your name. She As absolutely said the United it. States, her first day in office, she said, one of the first things I'm going to do I is said we were going to get media the millions I want of your name. She wants That's government she ID to dox every American. That's what she said. You can roll the tape. She said, I want your name. And that was going to be one of the first things she did in office. And then she got real serious blowback, and understandably so, because it'd be a massive expansion of government. This was a mistake that she let him have anonymous yeah. speech. The for Federalist that Papers yeah. were She's written with him. anonymous writers. Jay Madison and Hamilton, they, they went under pubulus. It's something that's important, and especially given how okay. conservatives have been attacked and, and, and they've lost jobs and they've been canceled. You know the regime would Ron use that strong, to weaponize yeah. that against our own people. Okay. He took advantage of that moment. All right, that's, that's, that's good. Um, of course, Vivek, Vivek latched on that first, but mm -hmm. Ron just took it from her. He just, DeSantis just completely took it from her, and she stood there and allowed him to take that from her, which I think was an unbelievable mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's using the, the Biden administration technique of just standing there and lying to yeah. your face. Yeah. Like, when you know it's an absolute lie, everybody has, has outed that lie, and you continue to use that lie. It's like Clinton used to, I am not here. It's, they're that good of liars that they'll sit there right in front of you and mm -hmm. tell you they're not there. Well, yeah, I, I see you right now. What do you mean you're not here? I am not here. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of liar Bill Clinton was. Well, the Democrats are that way in office right now. And Nikki Haley is doing the same thing. Yeah. 
It's really, it's too I bad. Was, I was concerned last night for Nikki because the whole, the whole, and let's not pass by this, not just to, to completely annihilate BlackRock, but the money thing and the way she behaves tells me she's already answering to people. Mm. She's already dancing. She's already skirting around, to your point, on the child issue. You can't double down there. You're compromised. Mm -hmm. She's compromised. And so. to use the don't say gay. Yes. Uh, narrative. Right. Knowing it was not a don't say gay right. bill. Right, right. right. Siding with the left because that was yeah. their language. There yeah. was another there was another point in here, and I don't I don't know if we have it, but I'm not sure that we need to play it because I I think it was kind of inconsequential, but to your point of Nikki Haley, like kind of using the, attacking people as if she is the left. Mm -hmm. There was a moment too where she recited something that was completely incorrect, that Governor DeSantis supported uh, anonymous bloggers um, having to register with the Florida government so that if they wrote about Ron DeSantis, like they weren't allowed to write about Ron DeSantis, that was the headlines. And she cited a liberal local outlet in Florida as like, it was in the newspaper there. Oh, really? Do you want to know how many times the Dallas Morning News and the Fort Worth rag have written uh, pieces about me that are extremely false? It's happened a number of times. So to, to say like, oh, but the, but the mainstream media said it. They reported on it. Of course it's true. Was mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you're not even on like the same, you're, you're living on Earth 2. Like we're, we're not living in the same reality, I don't think. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the debate. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. So um, if you watch this show, I don't feel like I have to explain to you that like things are not great. Uh, we have a half-dead president. And um, there are a lot of global conflicts going on. And I'm just saying now is the time that uh, you need to make sure that you have emergency food and make sure that your family is prepared. You can do that with My Patriot Supply. They are the country's largest preparedness company. And they've got their best-selling three-month emergency food kit. It's going to give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner that's going to last up to 25 years in storage. So you are going to know that it will be there when you need it. Right now, it's $200 off. So don't sleep on this, guys. The point of being prepared is that you don't wait until the crisis happens. And then you're like, I gotta go get food and now there is none. Make sure that you have this, even if it's just, even if it's just one bucket per family member. Go get something. Okay, you can do that at preparewithnews.com for $200 savings. It is preparewithnews.com. All right, I just want to make something clear. I reserve the right to go back to Nikki Haley if the opportunity presents itself. <laughs> but I'm going to move, uh, try to get through all the candidates here. So let's go, let's talk about Ron DeSantis. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I know all the people in the chat are already mad at me because I've already said something nice about Ron DeSantis. I honestly don't care. Like, I think I think Trump was the most amazing president of our lifetime. I also think Ron DeSantis is by far the, the best governor in the country. And mm. both of those things can be true at once. Um, but right. I think obje objectively right. speaking... I thought that he had the strongest performance of the night. I, I thought think he has all four times. Yeah. I mean, but I, there was something about him last night. Last night, that yeah, he was really good. I think he was a little bit more aggressive and a confidence in was. going after some of the other candidates. Which maybe yeah. that's because this particular forum allowed that um, more than the other ones. There he was had just a lot something of personal different. stories too, mm -hmm. and that that I think somebody said, you know what, people relate to those personal stories. You know, yeah. I was talking to Bob Stevens the other day. Right. That kind of stuff people relate to. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it does matter. Um, and so I want to play here Ron DeSantis's opening uh, kind of, you know, <laughs> right out the gate, Megyn Kelly. God love her. She is just incredible. And she was like, so what do you have to say about all your low polling numbers, Ron? <laughs> here was his answer. Watch. Is it fair to say, as Senator Tim Scott did when he dropped out, that voters are telling you not no, but not now? So we have a great uh, idea in America that the voters actually make these decisions, not pundits or pollsters. Uh, I'm sick of hearing about these polls because I remember those polls in November of 2022. They said there was going to be a big red wave. It was going to be monumental. And that crashed and burned. The one place it didn't crash and burn was in the state of Florida. They weren't predicting to, uh, that I would win the way I did. And I won the greatest Republican victory in the history of the state of Florida. I'm looking forward to, to Iowa and New Hampshire. The voters are going to be able to speak, and we're going to earn this nomination. And here's what we need. Uh, I am sick of Republicans who are not willing to stand up and fight back against what the left is doing to this country. You've got to be willing to stand strong, and you've got to be willing to beat these people. I'm the only one running for president that has beaten these people on issue after issue. Uh, we beat the teachers' unions when we did school choice. We beat Fauci on COVID. We beat George Soros when we removed two of his radical district attorneys. We beat the Democrats on election integrity. I have delivered results. That's what we need for this country. And you have other candidates up here like Nikki Haley. She caves anytime the left comes after her, anytime the media comes after her. I did a bill in Florida to stop the gender mutilation of minors. It's child abuse and it's wrong. She opposes that bill. She thinks it's fine and the law shouldn't get involved with it. If you're not willing to stand up for the kids, if you're not willing to stand up and say that it is wrong to mutilate these kids, uh, then you're not going to fight for the people back home. I will fight for you and I will win for you. I had thought that that was a smart statement. I mean, because look, <laughs> you, n n none of those people on that stage are likely to be the president. Right. Like that. That's just that's just the reality, reality of the situation. And but we also have to recognize that we are living at an un unprecedented time where the guy who's running away with it um, is also could go to prison for like multiple different things. And so, I mean, I, I don't think that it's unreasonable for people to go, okay, well, this is completely in chaos. Obviously, uh, Trump is going to be the nominee if he's still running and able not in to. prison and able to, um, and, you know, gets out of this political persecution and witch hunt that he's in, um, which should never have happened. He should not have 91 indictments. He should have zero. Um, but it is, I mean, it is reasonable for them to go, well, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. We got like, Mm -hmm. Someone might have to just take the torch and they might have to take it very quickly. Um, so I'd like to be that person. Um, but uh, Strong, I think, I'm, I'm not sure how he could have answered that question better because it is a reasonable question. You, All of you guys on the stage, like, do you really think that you have a shot at getting this? Your polling is so low. I did think it was a, a, a good answer from him of just like, mm -hmm. do we trust the polling anymore? Yeah, if you equate it to anything else, in life, no, number one, no, I don't trust polling at all. Mm. At all. And not on the right, on the left. I do not trust it. They had it wrong with Trump and Hillary. Up until the final hour, they were blown. Their minds were they're just wrong. It's like the weatherman. It's going to snow and it doesn't snow. And they just go, eh, I thought it was going to snow. I do not trust polling. I trust that people will, will, will vote according to their convictions. Now, it is interesting. It's like sport. 
You know Hussein Bolt's the fastest man on earth. He's running 9.4 seconds, everybody else 9.8. So should they just not run? So should right. they just run alone? Right, right. And there's no Olympics. Right. I, I mean, that, that's an asinine thought to go, well, because one guy's running away with it, no one, there's more at stake here. There's always more at stake here. So there's the future. It, there's so many things. And the other thing is, to me, the most likely person to be president should there be some sort of an incapac uh, incapacitation on Trump, either legally or what, all fraudulently, right? Yeah. It would then be Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Because no one else on that stage has taken on Disney, has taken on woke culture, has delivered a bloody nose, mm -hmm. actually grew in their popularity in their state, doesn't have skeletons in the closet, et cetera, et cetera. And so for me, in that moment, the difference was this. First three debates, I felt like Ron DeSantis was a candidate. Okay? He behaved like a candidate, and I could see that his candidacy team was different than his, than his, his gubernatorial yeah. team. Okay? Yeah, I agree Last with that. night, he behaved like a governor. Yeah. He spoke like a guy who is, who is running a state. He was calm. He was to the point. It was a different Ron DeSantis last night. It was strong. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, you know, it, it's unfortunate that people get so pissed off when we say anything good about the person that's not their guy right. or woman. Right. Um, but it, it's time to be practical here. Mm -hmm. As you pointed out, Trump might not be able to win the general election. They're trying their damnedest to stop him. And they're going to find something. You think he's going to be found innocent on all 91 charges? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I hope. I, should, I want him to He be. should be. Should right? be like, he is innocent. Of course Satan he is. Right. Right. But if he winds up in jail, they start taking him off ballots we're going to lose this election again. It's too important. It's too important. We need to like somebody else yes. besides Trump, I think, and have a contingency plan. Yeah. Otherwise, Joe Biden is going to continue for another four years, and we're done as a country. That can't happen. Yeah. So, to me, Ron DeSantis is the most logical one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember, I recall very vividly the day that Ron DeSantis announced that he was running. I uh, wrote a monologue of just like, okay, now it's starting. Let's support. Yeah, it's, I, but you guys have, you can't lose sight of the fact that when this primary process is all said and done, we all have to come together again as a family mm -hmm. and go vote for whoever the candidate is. Yeah. And trust me when I tell you, I will crawl over broken glass for any of them, including Nikki Haley, if my options are Nikki Haley and Joe Biden. For of sure. course. If my options are Chris Christie and Joe Biden. Now, yeah. I will hold my nose the entire way there. Yeah. But, yeah, I will mm -hmm. vomit my entire lunch afterwards. Yeah. But trust me when I tell you what is at stake is so much. I mean, the entire mm -hmm. republic is on the line and we're over here petty infighting yeah. because like you can't say anything nice about another uh, one of the candidates. It's yeah. just it's just so frustrating. Pat, when did prudence become a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know. When 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 all of a sudden being prepared, we're talking about, hey, get your emergency food supply right. because when you need it right, right. and you don't have it, mm -hmm. you're hungry. Yeah. What if? Trump cannot be, and it is now October. We're gonna whip up some sort of a candidate. Come on, man. Yeah. Just be sane here for a second. We are talking about the Republic, and let's just say, for whatever reason, Trump is the next president. He can only give you four years. Mm -hmm. Why do we only, as the GOP, look four years at a time? We should be thinking uh, 2028, 20, 20, 
2036. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now let's crucify the guy that could <clears throat> maybe take the torch, if not now. Four years from now? Progressives certainly have that strategy. Oh, exactly right. They've yes. been planning their destruction yes. of this country point. for over 100 years. Absolutely. And they're patient. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. progressives are nothing but yeah. patient communists. Yeah. And they've been great at it. That's a really great point. Um, okay, all right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Preborn. So I know a lot of you are looking for, um, you know, uh, nonprofits um, to donate to to get that tax deduction uh, before the end of the year. I am telling you guys, this is the easiest thing I'm going to tell you today. Why would you not want to donate that money to Preborn, who provides ultrasounds to expecting mothers uh, who are, they're scared and they're thinking about abortion and they don't know if they can do it alone and they've been told that they can't by the left and they've been told that it's just a clump of cells and they've been lied to and um, they're scared and they go in there to a preborn uh, partner clinic and they actually see their baby on the ultrasound. They hear their heartbeat and I almost tear up every time I talk about the first time that I heard my children's heartbeats. It changes your life. And when she hears that, she is twice as likely to choose life for her unborn child. So obviously it's free to the mom, but it costs money to keep this thing going. You can sponsor an ultrasound for just $28. That's like the cost of a lunch for you and me, but it could mean the difference between life and death for a baby. Please consider giving a gift. Uh, Right now, through a match, your gift is going to be doubled. So consider it like... This week, you can donate securely by dialing pound 250, say the keyword baby, or you can go to preborn.com slash Sarah. There is no H in that. It is preborn.com slash Sarah. Okay, let's wrap up Ron DeSantis here. I want to get your thoughts, gentlemen, on Ron DeSantis uh, discussing how he would handle the border crisis as president. Watch. You have pledged to send the military to the southern border on day one of your administration with orders to shoot, quote, stone cold dead anyone illegally entering with a backpack that you believe contains fentanyl. Critics have called this a shoot first, ask questions later policy that would amount to extrajudicial killing. You are a former military lawyer. Why do you think this idea of yours would be legal? The drug cartels are invading our country and they are killing our citizens by the tens of thousands every year. Uh, We had a situation in Florida, there was an 18 month old baby that was crawling on the floor of an Airbnb rental, there was fentanyl residue on the carpet and the baby died. Is this acceptable in this country? I know the elites in DC, they don't care. They don't care that fentanyl's ravaging your community. They don't care that illegal aliens are are ravaging our community and overwhelming our community. The commander in chief not only has a right, you have a responsibility to fight back against these people. And does so that mean gonna, shooting first? It means you're going you're gonna, to uh, categorize them as foreign terrorist organizations. Right. Uh, and we will identify Which just like are. we would anywhere. When I was in Iraq, the, Ara- <laughs> the, the Al-Qaeda wasn't wearing a uniform. You'd see anyone walking down the street. They all had man dresses on. You didn't know if someone had a, a bomb, an IED attached or not. And so you had to make a judgment based on intelligence, based on positive identification. But we're going to be able to get the intelligence on these cartel people. And here's the thing. If we had a wall across the southern border, which I support, this would not have happened. We need to build a wall across the southern border. I'll get it done and I'll make for Mexico is supposed to pay for it. Remember, here's how you do that. 
I'm going to have fees on remittances from foreign workers when they send the money back to foreign mm -hmm. countries. We're going to tax it and we're going to build the wall with that. So yes, you should have had that, but we don't have it. I'm going to build it, but we have to lean in on this problem. I am not going to sit there and allow mothers to lose more kids because of fentanyl overdose. I am not going to sit there and let sex trafficking go unabated Thank or you. human trafficking go unabated. There's going to be a new sheriff in town and these drug cartels better buckle up. Nice. I thought that was strong. It's right. I got some pushback um, last night, I think, because it was like, well, shoot people on the border? I'm like, I mean, yeah, if we're at war and this is an invasion and that's a foreign terrorist organization, well, what else do you do? What kind of a snowflake society have we become where someone can walk into your country we're talking about 300, 300 Americans die per day from fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's put it in perspective. It's a Boeing 30, 737 falling and everybody dies. Two days in a row, the FAA shuts down travel. Oh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Your recourse is, well, don't threaten the cartel that you're going to shoot them. Trust me, you won't have to shoot more than one. Exactly. That's exactly yes. the point. You just that. have to follow through. You've yes. got to set a strong yes. policy. And oh, on your private property, you can say don't trespass. But yep. we can't say in the country. Right. Don't trespass. Come kill the babies. Come kill the people. Right. And we no recourse. This is the same kind of people that's that's pro Hamas. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what you're seeing. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's a mind disease uh, in yeah, this country. I agree, Pat. It is because what would we do? What do we do in our homes? If right. somebody walks into my house, I'm not going to welcome them <laughs> and say, "Hey, can I get you a sandwich? Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? <laughs> Sit down, rest yourself for a while. Where'd you come from? This is great. You're going to shoot them. Yeah. Well, why is the country less important than our own home? It's not. It's just as important to protect our borders to protect our sovereignty. And we've completely lost sight of that. And we're-, we're But Pat, it's crazy to think feely. that you can protect your home if you don't protect the country. It's yeah, crazy to think that your I kids know. are safe going to school. And they're not. If you don't have intelligence and you're not proactive on foreign soil and here. Yeah. That is, what kind of a thinking yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to move on to uh, Vivek Ramaswamy here. So he was, of course, I think, you know, the, the attack dog, certainly, um, on the stage, just calling everybody out. He had no problem calling everybody out in his certain unique Vivek style. Um, I want to play here Megyn Kelly. This is clip four. Megyn Kelly uh, asking Vivek about, you know, like you, you talk about not being unifying and then you insult uh, or you talk about being unifying and then you like insult all of the every other candidate on the stage. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Is that unifying? What are you doing here? What's your strategy? Watch. Mr. Ramaswamy, for months you campaigned as a unifier. Then you stood up at the first debate and attacked all of your competitors as bought and paid for. The second debate, you changed your tune, saying these are good people on this stage, admitting you can come across as a bit of a know-it-all and rejecting the practice of personal insults. By debate number three, you called Nikki Haley corrupt, accused Ron DeSantis of wearing high heels, and told Ambassador Haley she should keep a closer eye on her daughter. Can you see how this has led some to conclude you are not, in fact, a unifier, and to question your authenticity? Megan, I think there's a time and place for everything. We need somebody in the White House who absolutely is going to be a fighter when it counts. And I did say that there were some good people on that stage in that third debate. 
Doug Burgum was on that stage at that time. And I'll, I'll say that jokingly. Ron DeSantis is a good person, too. <laughs> so, OK. All right. So let's go ahead. We're going to take a break. And then I want to get your thoughts on Vivek. Um, I, I, I think we have time to play a couple more from him. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Fox and Odin. So, um by the end of the night, I really wanted some Fox and Odin. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I did have some last night when, when we got home. Uh, it is this delicious whiskey, which I'm just saying um, you need. Okay. They are whiskeys that are created to honor the beauty around us. So maybe you're enjoying, you know, your favorite chair by the fire or sitting around in your own backyard. This holiday season, you need you some Fox and Odin because let's be honest, They've written something very lovely, but you got to deal with your in-laws this holiday season. You need Fox and Odin, okay? We drink it exclusively at my house. You can buy it online and ship it directly to your door at foxandodin.com. I was so impressed. I was like, I don't know. I was very impressed with it. This is a very, very nice whiskey. It's foxandodin.com. Use promo code uh, NEWS, and you can get 30% off plus free shipping on all orders. That is foxandodin.com, promo code NEWS. All right, let's get more into Vivek here while we have time. So I want to play probably one of his biggest moments of the night when he was trying to call out, well, I should say was calling out uh, Nikki Haley for being corrupt along with talking about identity politics, which I thought he was so right here. It's a major, major concern of mine with Nikki Haley who constantly wants to use the fact that she's a woman as like some reason to vote for her because I thought as a Republican Party, we rejected the idea of identity politics. Here is Vivek on that. We were just talking about the trans issue. This is a symptom of a deeper cancer in American life, identity politics. This new religion that says your race, your gender, and your sexuality are your identity. It is anti-American. It is meritocratic, it's anti-meritocratic, and it is dividing this country to a breaking point. And I've spoken about this to the left. My books are all about this. I've preached this to the left, but it's even worse when Republicans try to play the same game. Mm -hmm. We're talking about that trans issue. And Nikki Haley's campaign launch video sounded like a woke Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light ad talking about how she would kick in heels. At the first debate, she said that only a woman can get this job done. That's what she said. After the third debate, when I criticized Ronna McDaniel after five failed years of leadership of this party and criticized Nikki for her corrupt foreign dealings as a military contractor, she said that I have a woman problem. Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. This is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. This is the problem. Using identity politics more effectively than Kamala Harris is a form of intellectual fraud. And it actually needs to end. There's our donor puppet masters wielding their puppet right up here tonight. This is how this game is played. The puppet masters put up their puppet, and I reject the use of identity politics in this party. Mm. It has been a cancer coming from the left, and I'm sick and tired of the double standards the people of this country are too. Having two X chromosomes does not immunize okay, you from thank criticism. You. Thank you. Amen. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I have a problem accepting a female candidate for president at all. But certainly if you want to be one, you don't need to be walking around claiming that being a woman gives you some sort of special powers when you are in charge. I mean, I thought we were fighting against that on the other side. But again, Pat, sorry to jump ahead of you here. She approaches a lot of these subjects as if she's approaching it from the left. She does. A lot of it aligns with that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. 
And then she takes money from BlackRock. Right. Yeah. And defense contractors, and then she's pro-war. Huh. You're a warmonger, and you're getting massive amounts of money from defense contractors. That's right. interesting. Right. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Does sound a bit hmm. Smoke corrupt. may mean fire. Hmm. It might. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, look, I thought Vivek, uh, I thought he had a strong night as well as far as, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, sowing that discord. Um, and he did bring up, I wish we had time to play this. He did bring up, I want to give him credit for this. He had an amazing moment where he talked about, um, why am I the only candidate on this stage? Actually, we do have time. I'm going to play that Vivek, uh, why, this is cut 16. Watch. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. That the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform, that the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech, that the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment (laughs) that actually put up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person on the stage who can say these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who are licking his boots one time. so I want to I know I know we're going to have to go to break, but I want to I got to give Chris Christie his moment here in case you were wondering um, if you should vote for Chris Christie. I want to play clip 15 here. Chris Christie talking about transgender surgeries for kids. Watch. How is it that you think a parent should be able to OK these surgeries, never mind the sterilization of a child? And aren't you way too out of step on this issue to be the Republican nominee? No, I'm not. Because because Republicans believe in less government, Podium's not more, doing a lot of heavy involvement here. with government, not more in government <laughs> involvement in people's lives. And you know what, Megan? I trust parents. And we're out there saying that we should empower parents in education. We should empower parents to make more decisions about where their kids go to school. I agree. We should empower parents to be teaching to the abuse values their children? that they believe in in yeah. their homes without the government yeah. telling them what those values should be. And yet, we want to take other parental rights away. I'm sorry. As a father of four, I believe there is no one who loves my children more than me. There's no one who loves Therefore, my children. Therefore, there's no one who has ever abused wife. their children. There's no one Should we remove who cares those laws off the books? Success and That's the same argument than as, we do. Uh, I trust mothers. Right. When they're to, making where they're making yeah. the decision to have an abortion. Right. I right. trust mothers and doctors. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or I mean, what, why don't we just take all the? Ch- I know we got to go to break. Why don't we just take all the child abuse laws? All off? laws. Right. Just to just take we them off. We trust humanity. Right. So we shouldn't have any laws. No parent has ever abused their child. Has ever abused their power over their children. Why, I mean, why have any laws? We trust parents, right? Why have any boundaries? Um, all right. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back. Hey, parents won't I mean, speak in the child zone. So so look at that. We got through the fourth GOP debate together. Mm-hmm. About that. We're all together. I want to say something. Please. Pat Gray, you're amazing. <laughs> wow. No, no wow. honestly, it's been on my heart for a number of you. You're sound. You're, you're 
consistent. It's an amazing journey to share a table with you. The insights, honestly, I want to I want to honor and, you in that. And right back at you. Uh, no, seriously, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. We really are just a big family here. Yeah. Um, in case you were wondering. Um, so look, here's what I've learned from the fourth GOP debate. Uh, Chris Christie, completely disqualified, does not live on the same planet as we do. Nikki Haley, also completely disqualified, does not live on the same planet as we do, and potentially very corrupt. Um, Vivek, he's got his talking points, and they're good. Mm -hmm. Like, they are good. I think that they are, uh, the voters respond to that. Ron DeSantis, I think, was consistently strong. There was a change in him that I saw. Mm -hmm. He does have a track record. There was a change in him that I saw, and it'll be interesting to see if that extends. We'll see you tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.